Welcome back, <laughs> Manu here, um, in today's podcast, I want to talk about, well, um, I'm putting the title, um, Flow, Clubhouse, and Kevin Hart, so I hope that, it's not clickbait, but I think I, I think it's pretty cool uh, title, because basically, these, all my podcasts are really like, all about my life, what I found interesting, and uh, that's what basically is uh, flow. Because I'm reading the book by uh, let me see if I found it here. The the rise of a, of Superman, decoding the science of ultimate human performance, by Stephen Kotler. So it's a classic that I haven't read yet. So it's actually. I'm in page, uh, basically almost finished, 130, I think that's like 200 pages, and I just want to give an update, I got a few notes actually here, <clears throat> we'll go point by point, basically I found it really interesting, uh, well, I will say the pros and the cons, cons, let's start with the cons, um, it talks too much about athletes, uh, whereas, you know, general and business People like to see athletes also for their resilience, for their endurance, for the, their mindset, you know, the, yeah, basically how athletes can, can achieve really high levels of performance. So, yeah, uh, I think that is too much athletes sport uh, loaded on the book, in my opinion. But I believe, well, but that's not like, how to explain it. <clears throat> I love sport. That's what I'm trying to say. I love to play tennis. I I used to play a lot of football in my childhood. I, um, I, I played paddle when I was in Madrid, which is, if you don't know, it's a, like a tiny, it's a smaller version of tennis. It's quite fun. So I'm really into sport, but. I don't know, reading about sport, it really, it's not my kind of thing. But anyway, the point about the this, um, <clears throat> this book is that basically, it, 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 I don't want to summarize it, but I just want to <clears throat> basically share with you guys the, the, the golden nuggets, basically. And um, and this uh, book... Um, it basically tells you things like keep your eyes on the prize, like um, pay attention to, to the now, um, focus on instant feedback loops, uh, which is uh, this is, uh, actually the, the main three, uh, three take-ons on this book that actually I think are the most valuable ones, even though they haven't finished yet properly, but I I skip a little bit through the, through the pages uh and um, I think it's, it's still the same style, which is examples of different uh, sport, you know, players, uh, surfers, uh, skydivers, skis. Uh, so, yeah, basically, I think about flow, I found very interesting because that's that's the main topic. Also, how you get into flow, how you get into that really peak performance where with time vanishes where it's only you and your task it's only you and whatever you're doing 
actually I think I, 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 I relate a lot because when I used to, well, it's not that I used to surf a lot, but I, um, there was like a time in my life that I was surfing almost every time that I went to a place in Spain. So, um, I think I experienced flow when I surf in the past and and it's just like a, a unique feeling where you like immerse with the wave and you're just there alone trying to you know surf that wave so so it's a, it's a pretty unique experience and also I kind of like trying to feel it when I going into workflows and into, into sorry into work blocks um so I basically trying to disconnect from the world, put my phone away on airplane mode and away from me, listening to no lyric music and trying to focus on my task and get get things done basically. <clears throat> so yeah, in this book it talks about, about how to get into flow, the misconceptions with people think that you know the, the people think that it's a, it's a thing that you switch on and switch off, where it's really not. It's a process. It's like a cycle. So it get it comes with a cycle, and um, basically, I want to share with you guys how you get into flow. Basically, as I said, if you into business, focus your environment is really important. No distractions, etc., etc. You know what I mean. But this book it says that you are more willing to increase your flow, your state of flow. Uh, obviously, it's not gonna be forever, but you can get it. If you pay attention to the now. So that's number one. If you pay attention to the now. The How you pay attention to the now? I don't know. By maybe paying attention to your breathing. By maybe testing or trying meditation by yourself. Maybe by reading a book that you really enjoy. and No distraction when you're alone. Trying to identify those hours of the day when you're completely alone with yourself. <clears throat> excuse me and um maybe yeah that's basically identify the times that you there's n- not much noise in your house so that would be ideal and that's number one pay attention to the now so try to do your research try to develop your own system that works for you to pay attention to the real now um for me is as i said i think Eliminating distractions, identifying the hours that um, I see there's time for myself, that my partner is not around, or, or, or yeah, or, or when I feel in the mood as well, it's really important, and trying to, like, pay attention to the now without, in general, this is for for generalistic idea, pay attention to the now without actually not um not not leaving the attention from from the future you know what i mean so that's basically the number two is just focus on instant feedback loops that's what they mention in the book and basically pay attention to that's that's why for snowboarders surfers etc etc uh, flow getting to the state of flow is so addictive because they get instant feedback you know like you have to get the board this way you the wave is moving the snow the trees are you know it it keeps you engaged completely engaged with 
everything that's going on in the moment. So you can there's no way that you can just check your phone while you um surfing. Well, there's people that grab their GoPro and stuff, but um the ones really into the sport, they they just enjoy the moment. And and they so focus on the moment because there's so much instant feedback loops. And in the book they talk about a little bit about how you can get that in normal life, which is I don't think it's really clear because it's really hard that when you are staring at I don't know, a book, how you can get the instant feedback loops. But anyway. And number three, my third golden nuggets is when we are in boredom and between between boredom and anxiety, that's when actually uh, the state of flow is achieved. Um, it's very interesting because normally we we anal- analyze ourselves when we when we bore or, or when we like completely anxiety panicking levels. Whereas you never imagine yourselves in 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 between. So um, I think. It's a it's a hard one to identify when oh I'm a bit bored and at the same time I'm a bit anxious. <laughs> it's kind of like you are bipolar or what. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, it's a difficult one. And and there's also another another idea that that they share in, in this book. Um, is the what's it called? Oh yeah, the incrementals of. Four percent or something like that. Basically, you improve every four percent, and you take on on hard task, and basically no a task that is super super hard that you cannot achieve, or something too easy that you just can do it with your eyes closed. So, basically, they there's they study by the fact that we achieve more stuff in incremental kind of. Um, in a granular level, more not granular, more into more, as no exponential as well. No, it's, the word I'm looking for is yeah, it's bit by bit, basically, consistency. So yeah, and that's flow. Now clubhouse. Well, uh, basically clubhouse, this new app that apparently they launched in April in twenty twenty. It wasn't it wasn't on my radar to be honest. It, it's just a um those kind of things that you just don't realize until there's a lot of people on, I guess. I don't even remember when when, when Instagram when the first time that I saw Instagram or whatever and I started creating my account and those stuff. But apparently Clubhouse is developed by I think three guys in Silicon Valley in California. And basically, it's just a social media. If you're not aware, it's it's a social media, um, based only on audio, which is pretty cool because I'm a, I'm a pretty, you know, fan of fan of audio. You have you can tell I'm I am doing podcasts on on my, um, spare time. So, um, basically, I I can't tell you much about the experience of Clubhouse because I don't have the app. That's the thing that you need to get invited by someone in your contacts or something like that. You will appear in the. Once they got the app, apparently they're gonna they're gonna show you the people who you can send an invitation or something like that. So I think it's one per account. 
and yeah you need to be invited and also only works on iPhones which is pretty bad for Android so that's that and um, let me see what else I can think of of Clubhouse well I seen Garvey Grand Cardone jumping on the wave of the this uh, trending app I don't know if it's gonna last much but I can tell you that it's pretty hot right now uh, everybody's talking about it everybody's jumping and I even uh, heard the other day someone that that they they got invitation on eBay that they basically they were selling it for three thousand dollars something like that I don't know it's going a bit mad the whole situation uh, but also that increases the the uh, kind of like the cloud you know it's just like wow app that you only can get it on iPhone and you only can get it if you if you get invitation so it's a lot of layers that increase you know the desire from from, from being on, on the app and I can tell you that I've been feeling that for sure I even um, um, mentioned a, a I, I, did, I sent a post on, on LinkedIn asking my network uh, uh, contacts to see if anyone has a Clubhouse account, but no one replied back. I also put it on my Instagram, no one. <laughs> so yeah, you can tell that people don't know what is it yet, I think. But apparently it's going to be big in the future. Or oh, I don't know, the future of it, to be honest. But at the moment, it's pretty hot the app and i really want to be personally i want to be on it just to um you know get knowledge apparently it's more like entrepreneurial uh, focus i think um you can basically i heard that you jump in a room and someone is talking and you can share ideas you can be in the podium or something like that and and people can hear you, uh, your thoughts or advice or any business uh, thing that you want to add into the conversation. But majority of things is business focus. But I might be wrong. And last one, guys, uh, I want to share with you that I finished the audiobook of Kevin Hart uh, called The Decision. Pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I really, my main, so if I can summarize this audiobook is one, respect for Kevin Hart, two, hilarious. I, I think I know, I, I'm a pretty podcaster, uh, I wouldn't call myself a podcaster, but I like to listen to podcasts in general. Um, I like to listen to other people's podcasts and, and this one, it wasn't a podcast it was just as as he said audiobook but he doesn't understand why it's called audiobook if there's no book but I don't know it just makes me laugh a lot to be honest I, I, I never laugh on, on a podcast or audiobook in general and I consume a fair bit to be honest and uh, he, he throws a really actually you don't expect it from but Kevin Harris is it's like a machine it's just it's incredible what he has achieved for himself and you know where he came from uh, yeah he lived in america but you know poor area i think philadelphia or something like that 
and um I don't know he I, I, I can tell that he didn't have it easy for himself and uh so much respect for the guy and and um basically he he throws a really good uh, advices on his business journey and on on his career in general um basically i i wrote a couple of my notes for example i work on your on yourself first he actually that's the first thing that he he does in the morning he goes to the gym or goes for a run or something like that and that set his mindset as he explained of everything like he comes first and then the rest comes later like the later the things that you do later it doesn't work out if you don't take care of yourself if you're not even operative like if you in bad shape if you not in the right mental space you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve. So you're going to start working on yourself first. And, and I heard this uh, in different business people, which is, I highly believe it. I mean, it's not that you're going to go really into sport and really like bulk and go to the gym and go massive. No, it's just maintenance, like kind of like stay active and work on yourself. Because actually, I don't know if I, if I mentioned it on my other podcast, but I've been running more. I don't, I'm not a runner. Never see myself as a runner, but I'm actually running three times a week since uh, I think uh, since I came to London. I think yeah, uh, not a long time ago. I think that was like and basically I've been running consistently like three weeks or something like that. Not much, but uh, I'm quite enjoying it actually because you take uh you take a bit of air, you get out of the house, you also train your legs a lot which is i don't train much i normally train my from my waist up so yeah that's a, a really good training also resistance um and in mindset that's also that, that he mentioned on the on the audiobook that by training your body you inedible you helping you you strengthening strengthening i think uh, basically improving your mindset improving your your mind uh, it's like it, it makes sense it's not it's not that you're gonna read a lot of books and you're gonna get really strong no but it's more correlated with you doing exercise and your mental health is gonna improve i don't know the percentage of it but i think it does something to to your mind i can definitely feel it since I've been running and doing more exercise. Oh yeah, I think I mentioned in the other podcast that um I'm not playing tennis anymore anymore in my club in, in, in the tennis club. Uh well because corona and I think I want to have a break of tennis and try different things. But the point is that um yeah running is is a is a interesting exercise activity because well a lot of people do it you can go out and see a lot of people running which is really acceptable i i, I can tell you my experience that I, I feel the no negativity vibe but kind of like the other people who are just walking or taking their dog out or just walking with their babies i kind of like they give you this look of like oh you i'm jealous kind of thing that you exercising or something this is a weird vibe like because basically you taking care of your body in that moment where they not. So 
anyway, it's a bit of uh, interesting. I never felt that. Well, actually, a couple of times when I was just taking walks and I see someone running, I'm like, oh, I should be doing exercise. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's the first thing that he mentioned on the audiobook. Work on yourself first because, you know, it will work out better for you once you pay attention to yourself, you can pay attention to other things. And set you in the in the right mindset for the rest of the day, I think. In my case, I'm running in the morning. I'm running uh, around four when I finish my main, main uh, uh, work blocks uh, when I'm really focused. That's just the... It's the how I like to to schedule it, I guess. Now, he talks a lot about embrace pain and uncomfortable situations, uh, basically because your future will appreciate it. And um, I think it's a really good idea because sometimes things happen in, in your life and we don't really appreciate why that happens. We only see the negative in that moment. Maybe that negative experience or, or situation that you're living in the moment, it will, it will help you in the future. I um I don't know, maybe something that happened in your school, something that happened in your university. It's like these two shall pass. Everything pass. So um and we have to see as a you know you like 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 trying and like not failing. And that's another point actually. He talks about the concept of fail failure temporarily. Like for a tiny moment, that's that's a, a a cool one. Golden nugget that I took from him. Like sometimes we see failure in a like wow, like no ending kind of. Uh, like it's kind of forever. I'm not. Uh, it's impossible to fail for for forever. Like nobody fails forever, and that takes me to the opposite, which is uh, the, which is success. That's the thing that is another misconception, which he, he mentioned that you need to def- create your own definition of success and never chase for someone else's success because you're going to end up basically fulfilling someone else's dream on your behalf. So it's kind of weird. It's like, I don't know, I want to become the best football player. I, I shouldn't, yeah, I should be, you know, admiring and respecting and maybe following a little bit Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi or these people but never like what is their success it might not be yours I don't know if if, if I explain myself but uh, that's a really cool one because sometimes we find ourselves chasing someone as a stream or someone as a success and um, and yeah he just Talk about keep learning. Another thing that I wrote in my notes is remember you got control over yourself. Uh, energy when someone got under your skin. Remember that that button. He talks about that emotional button. When someone annoys you is your button and you need to take ownership of it. So remember that. He basically talks about the concept of mental strength, which I love. Um, live your life for yourself as well. And yeah, that, I think that's basically it. That's, that's, that's a lot of concept that, but, but he goes really dive into it in a really funny way as well. And um, yeah, my favorite one, if I can, if I just 
stay with one it would be um take ownership of, of your emotional bottoms for sure because sometimes we get annoyed but we maybe can manage in a better way and be less reactive i'm really into reactions right yeah, well not right now since since i go more into the concept like for example if you, someone knocks the door or someone rings on your phone like just don't get up and, and open the door or just pick up the phone immediately it's like, that's a reactive mind that's monkey mind be more like yes leave it leave it just leave the door someone there whatever <laughs> uh, someone's ringing you whatever you know what i mean so that's uh it's like a mental fitness space so which which i, I really into it and um oh yeah another thing that when you find yourself this i think this is my number two or even number one i would say i would change my mind when someone annoys you or someone is attacking you or someone is bothering you and that person is not even there remember that all the energy power that you drive into that situation or to that person that can be driven into a better positive productive way in a, in a to create more a positive impact in something else on your business or on whatever your projects uh, whatever things you're working on remember that's energy so I, I love the energy concept because sometimes I, I found myself I don't know annoyed by by someone or if someone says something to me I'm like oh but why that person forget it just don't don't don't, don't give a fuck like just Forget it and, and, and remember that the energy that you're spending in that past situation, you can spend it on working on something that could be positive for your own life. So, yeah. I think, I don't know how much time, whoa, 26 minutes. This uh, podcast is going longer than, than, than the other ones. Um, Actually, I can feel it in my throat. I'm not, I can tell that I'm not used to this, this length of podcast. But anyway, thank you for listening. If you've been listening until this point, I really appreciate your time. And I hope that this podcast brings you value, relaxation, knowledge, entertaining, entertainment, whatever it might be for you. So glad you're here listening. And thank you. And see you in the next one. Bye.